Welcome to Swimming with Sepsi, where we break down various life topics, bring on inspirational guests to talk about their lives, their experiences, and encourage you to swim through your own inner thoughts, emotions, and feelings to inspire a change within you that will hopefully lead to an outer change in your own personal reality. I ask that throughout this episode and all future episodes that you come with an open mind, an open heart, and a willingness to look at yourself in a different way and to look at the world in a different way. I'm grateful for each and every one of you that's tuned in in this current moment, and I look forward to sharing many more moments with you. And with that, let's dive on in. getting so good we are getting good at that (laughs) (laughs) all right welcome to swimming with sepsi with your host as always joshua sepsi and we got a co-host here (laughs) nikki tama chesky (laughs) (laughs) what's up guys (laughs) what's up what's up all right our topic for today is we always have a topic is emotions and feelings because who can go alive without emotions and feelings um this is another one of the trickier topics um because emotions and feelings are often misinterpreted i don't know if misinterpreted is the right word maybe it's more like misunderstood or like more commonly replaced mm-hmm. like some people will call a feeling an emotion some people will call an emotion a feeling for sure i honestly didn't know there was a difference really Mm-mm. i'd never distinguished the difference but after like thinking about it i feel like yeah it makes sense yeah yeah you have excuse me oh man it's getting to me we just had dominoes before this <laughs> Just to let you guys in. We had a snack. We had to eat. <laughs> we had to. We've been doing this all day, all damn day. All damn day. Um, <laughs> and now I'm feeling sated. Uh, so you have your... Oh! Is it going? On. You guys see that? Nice. We'll zoom in, maybe. I mean, and post. post. Um, <laughs> you have the emotion, which actually causes the feeling. So emotion first, then feeling. Um, that's why you can feel your emotion. I can feel happiness. I can feel sadness. I can feel anger. I can feel joy. I can feel peace. I can feel uh, stress. Mm. Right? I can feel anxiety. So emotion is almost like the adjective in a way. And then like feeling is like the verb. Is that Yeah. Is that a good way to think about it? Yeah. Yeah. So like that's why you have your emotes, mm. right? Because you can't, you can't put a feeling on your emote, right? Mm. Like, so that's why they call them emoticons for the Twitter. Mm-hmm. You have your emotes. Oh, okay. 
or not Twitter for your iPhone or whatever. I don't know why my mind went to Twitter. Maybe you use a lot of more emotes in Twitter. I don't know. Um, but for like iPhone messages and and Android messages, um, you have your emotes. Twitter. I'm or just going better known as X. X. <laughs> See, th- this is literally all the mumbo jumbo that I don't understand. So I was just going with it. I was like, I don't know anything about Twitter or uh, X. X. All my um, exes live in Texas. So the first part, your emotion, is the pinnacle point. Like when you think of your exes living in Texas, what emotions <laughs> do you feel? Fear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right? And so you see where I said, what emotions do you feel? Mm. Right? Because you sit with the feeling, you know, when you have an emotion of happiness. If you were to just sit and think about uh, a moment that made you feel happy, right? There we are again. Uh, riding on a roller coaster, your first kiss, um, your uh, high school diploma, college degree, uh, things that make you happy, going out in nature, um, going on a beautiful hike, seeing you know a nice old couple taking a walk through a park together holding hands that, <laughs> that makes, gets me that going makes me happy for some reason yeah it does. i don't know why it's just beautiful to see it is um so seeing happiness in others also is one reason why you can feel others emotions right when you say well, i can feel something's going on with you i can fe- you can feel that right mm-hmm. because emotion comes first and then you feel if you were angry i'd be like i feel like you're angry yeah you know so now the fun part when we get into emotions and feelings um, Pineapple Express reference. Um, for those who get it, I'm Pineapple Express fans. Um, do, you <laughs> not, do you know what I'm talking about? I, w- I really wanted to ask you so bad, like, what scene is that from? Okay, cut, cut scene. It's when um, <clears throat> they're about to go in, and, and Dale had just run back to go get his girlfriend and the family. He's having dinner, oh, and Craig God. Robinson's sitting out in the car, and they're about to, like, go in there, and they're, like, doing a stakeout, and like zooms in on him he's like this is this is so exciting it's like it's funny it's, i, I it's do love that movie part. yeah i remember that scene but i don't know i didn't actually remember that he was one. feeling very excited at that moment his emotion was excited and he was feeling it and he was he had to express right. it yeah he's getting all jitters and getting all you know <clears> he had to get it out yeah so the one thing is the when we're swimming with this when we're thinking about this is where you have to dive into which part can you control? Um, because if, you know, for the purpose of this podcast, um, getting you to think about things that you may not think that happened every single day of your life and to make those small changes for you to kind of live a life as your full expression to live as, how you would want to without being bogged down by our emotions, bogged down by feeling our emotions and causing other emotions to arise and then feeling those and then feeling overwhelmed or anxiety driven mm-hmm. with all our emotions that we just did one on yeah. anxiety and stress. So this part when we're looking at what you can control, do you have a question? Oh, no, sorry. I was just... <laughs> it was a deep inhale just, and I was like, she's got to say something. No, <laughs> just even talking about emotions, I'm just like... Feeling them all, yeah, yeah. I've, but no, I'm just taking a breath. But I want to say, like, 
And this is before we get dive, like before we dive deep into, you know, swimming with your own emotions and swimming with the reactions and the feelings. I will say this, and this is my favorite thing about emotions and feelings, is the fact that you get to feel them. There's no other place that you could be when you die. You don't feel emotions. Maybe you do. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm not dead. (laughs) But right now in this present moment, I'm always grateful when I can feel anger. I'm grateful when I can feel love. I'm grateful when I can feel sadness. I'm grateful when I can feel peace. And I'm grateful that I can feel them at the same time Mm. without being overwhelmed. That's another, I mean, takes a lot of practice, Mm -hmm. but to sit with your emotions and be like, wow, you can feel them all at the same time. There's no, there's no joy without sadness. You know, it's that simple yin yang. There's no good without evil. The original sin, you know, taking the bite of the apple of good and evil. Yeah. Having that separation between the two. When, you know, earlier we, you and I were eating pizza and you were like, I don't really like thinking about right, what's, you know, right and wrongs, right? Because it just is and just a choice. But that's really the world that we've created to live in right and wrong. So live in these, this is right or this is wrong. This is where we get the separation between everybody. So, you know, you have a separation as far as your own emotions. If someone's doing something that you don't necessarily like, you're going to have that emotion of, Anger, jealousy, or like, what's a good what's a good emotion with that? What else would you feel? Um, Ooh, unhurt, not heard. Yeah, misunderstood. Misunderstood. That's a huge one for me yeah, too. Yeah, and so then, what does that make you want to do? Because you have no control over how their belief system is, it makes you want to try and control it. Mm-hmm. It makes you want to make them understand. It wants you to believe what you believe or push your. A lot of people call it pushing your agenda on someone else right so you have two sides of this thing is so cool it's kind of tripping me out um that's why you have both sides of uh uh, an argument there's always two sides sometimes multiple multiple faceted sides Mm -hmm. Um, because there's multiple different perspectives and ways to look at things and people feel about these things differently feel another big word feel about these things differently they're allowed excuse me they're allowing their emotions to control them instead of understanding that emotions just are always constantly arising and you can choose how you want to feel or react to them. That's the biggest kicker. So what you can control and what you can always control is your reaction, which is your feeling. I can have this feeling, I can have the emotion of anger And I can choose to feel curious. Why am I angry? Why why is this anger really bubbling up inside me right now? Was it their fault? Did they make me angry? Well, why is it? Is there a belief in here that's causing me to be angered by the way that they're doing something? Same thing with happiness. You can be happy and enjoy that feeling. And a lot of people just run with that one because it's a beautiful feeling. It's light. It's freeing it's joyful it's um tingly (laughs) i mean anger has tingles too Mm -hmm. different kind of tense tingles yeah um and so 
you can question, why am I happy right now? Or you can just sit with it and be in the moment. There's a lot of ways, and that's how you feel your emotions. I can feel to be present with this emotion of happiness and go with it. Or I can feel to think about deep into my happiness. Or I can feel about why this made me happy. Um, I can go into those different thoughts. And sometimes those thoughts will shift the way that you begin to work with your emotions. Right? So, you know, that's a way to kind of engineer or override how the emotions make you feel. Mm. Um, that's dude honestly that's so helpful to distinguish between the two because a lot of the time what i feel what i feel Mm -hmm. (laughs) she said it (laughs) i know every time i say feel dude i'm just gonna like immediately be like this is it but um every anytime i hear too like i feel that a lot of the times in the community that is like trying to work on healing themselves, a lot of the time I hear a lot of like feeling being detached from your emotions. And th- I was circulating this in my mind a lot because sometimes that's what the maybe for lack of a better like word right now is like that's my goal sometimes when I am feeling anything that's uncomfortable is like to detach mm-hmm. from the emotion. But distinguishing between the two, because I even had, like, sometimes where I was like, maybe I, what if I detach from, like, even the happiness emotion? Mm-hmm. Am I even going to feel that anymore? And I was worried. I was already going back into other worries and, cr- like, literally just making me not feel happy anymore by doing that. Being like, well, like, because then I would go into the why. Why am I feeling happy? Is this just... A- is this true happiness or is this literally just a moment of like pleasure? Yeah. And then I'll think my way out of being happy again and not yeah. just being there, being, in, being grateful for the moment of being happy. Being in that emotion of happiness. Right? Yeah. You pull yourself out of it. Like a lot of, and then it's either you do that, you know, the same thing with like the future aspect. If you can't be in the moment with your emotions, you might feel like you're going to be angry all the time. Mm-hmm. Man, this, I'm just always pissed off. I'm always angry or, you know, I, I can never be happy or I'm never happy, right? We're allowing the outside. And it's usually because of an outside source, right? So a lot of times this makes you angry. Thus, then you're rest of your, someone cuts you off on the street. Someone's talking smack to your face. You know, someone just punched someone in the street and you're like, oh, that made me angry. Or someone... Your favorite football team lost the game. And then you allow this emotion of anger and, you know, God, this coach is a D-bag or I can't believe these guys (laughs) didn't even freaking play their hearts out, blah, 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 and they lost the damn game. Now that emotion runs through your whole week, especially if it's on a Sunday or Monday night. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, true. You're thinking about it, and you're just, oh. Little do you know if you allow yourself to feel all that throughout the time, if you can't let that go, you continue to talk about it with your buddies, you you know, you're always talking about it, you're complaining about it. That emotion is just reinforcing and driving through that. And that's a a, a small little thing that's always enacting. So, you know, someone may present you with something, but you could be feeling this anger or sadness that your team lost and may not be able to feel the full moment of joy like someone just brought you a cookie at work. 
the next day. And you were just like, thanks. Solves nothing. Solves nothing. Still mad. My team still lost. <laughs> this is going to satiate my anger, right? Instead of being yeah. like, fuck yeah, this dude just, I got a cookie, dude. Yeah. That's beautiful. Things I are love cookies. Up. And you're savoring it and you're not just eating it because you're angry at your yeah. thing and you're eating your problems away. You're eating your emotions away. I mean, that causes a lot of different addictions and a lot of different things by letting your emotions mm. run your life past emotions even and here's one thing about here's the biggest thing about being human we're able to look at and think about situations from our past old memories and even create events that aren't even real imagination and feel the emotions in them and make them internal and real to us in real life so are you with that? I was gonna say, so are you telling me right now that I can make things up in a way in my own mind about what the a current situation that's happening to make me almost like I guess it was would you call this projection in a way like I'm projecting my own feelings about this on um projection and creation because like it it causes you to dissociate from reality mm. Right, especially if you're creating a place to make you feel good. Yeah. If you're in a traumatizing event, mm -hmm. you've been raped, and you're feeling this trauma. In that moment, you can dissociate and come up with something totally different to feel a whole different emotion. And then when you go to recollect it, your everything can be jumbled. Yeah. Right. I mean, a terrible thing. I don't even know why that came to me, but it's a traumatizing event, and. When you're even in just sitting in your room, I mean, try it right now. If you were to sit there and think of something, oh man, all right, I win the lottery on Friday. Man, what am I gonna do with all that money? That's gonna make me feel really great. Oh man, I can only imagine I'm gonna use that to buy this and pay my rent and buy a new house. Maybe not pay my rent and buy a house because that would be pointless. I wanna buy a new house, you know, probably you know, buy some more new equipment, new microphone studio stuff my car maybe help out with the business marketing blah, blah blah that i'm doing that and as i'm doing that i'm feeling the joy of me actually if i were to actually be doing those things and seeing myself do those things so we can do that to ourselves when we have an upcoming event and we create expectations mm. we then cause the emotions and feel it already before actually getting there we're pre uh, almost like how you, we do pre-production. You do pre-production for podcast or movie or TV show. You're basically pre-producing these emotions and these and the feelings from the emotions in your body just by thinking about them. That's the power of your thoughts. Same thing with memories. The power of memories. That's why when you can smell something. When I was like, wow, this reminds me of my grandma's house, my mama's house. She used to burn these kind of incense. Like I don't know, right? The power that brings that brings back more emotions that then brings you into the feeling of those emotions into your body, which causes different um, chemicals to be released. Mm. Um, and so we have this ability to do that with control. What I mean by that is the whole situation of you just saying, I just won the lottery. I can control that feeling. A past memory, though. That can just come up out of nowhere and be triggered by a scent, 
uh, a video of uh, someone saying something like, this is so exciting. It just got triggered to that movie. And I got those emotions of excitement. I'm like, wow, man, that's a funny movie. It made me feel that. We have the ability to fall into those too. So if something comes up that brings up someone paddling, for someone passing away two years ago, you, every year, the same emotions are going to come up and you're going to feel the grief all over again. You're going to feel the deep sadness. You're going to feel that. And I encourage you to do that, to feel it because you can, but don't let it control your entire day or the entire moment. You can feel it. You, oh man, you know, that was a really great friend of mine. We used to, you know, do this and bring in those happy elements and then allow them and thank them and let them go and know that that feeling is not your present emotion. And go back to the present emotion because then you lose yourself and, and you lose your touch with reality when that happens and you bring yourself into this chronic depression. You bring yourself into chronic sadness. Um, same thing with expectations and emotions. We bring ourselves into this Never, nothing ever works out for me. Um, so I have this, you know, my emotion, I don't, worth isn't really an emotion, but <clears throat> like um, kind of that self-judgment that makes you feel discouraged, uh, makes you feel um, stupid or you know, worthless, um, uh, inept, right? When you say, I can never do this, or I can never do that, you're automatically putting these, you're having these emotions are just floating as you're saying these things. Sadness comes in, resentment for other people, maybe jealousy for other people that are doing these things. If you're watching TikTok or Instagram, you're feeding these emotions and putting these feelings. And then on top of that, you're affirming that that's how you really feel in that moment. But that's not true. That's just what this outer thing is making you feel. Those emotions aren't necessarily yours, your true emotions in this present moment. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So that's where you have to really discern between how, how can I center myself in a world, excuse me, let me rephrase that. How can I center myself in this human experience of feeling emotions from past, present, and future? Always asking yourself, what, am I, what do I feel in this moment, in this current moment? You start to see yourself and you hear those thoughts and you start teetering off and you feel your body react in a certain way, whether it be anger you maybe be tensing up maybe you're hot maybe you're feeling the butterflies in the stomach from being nervous or anxious and feeling those emotions like we're talking about anxiety because you're thinking about either the future or you're remembering about the past instead of going oh where am i at in the present what emotion am i feeling now what's present here it can be nothing it can be peace nothing could be your peace it could be Wow, just watched a great show. I'm feeling happy. 
you know, even in that moment. That's why I love great cinematic pieces that bring you through all the emotions because it just shows you, like if you watch a, a great movie, it just like, oh my God, the new Galax or Guardians of the Galaxy movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, that brings you through all the emotions, but just proves to you that you can feel everything at the same time and still be okay. Mm-hmm. And that's where I say you only, um, you, your emotions are only overwhelming if you let them be overwhelming to you, if you allow them to be overwhelming to you. Yeah, and I was just thinking when you said that, like, what what makes it so overwhelming that you can't escape it? You can't, es- or do you, do you feel like it's consuming you and that's like... Yeah, well, what makes it overwhelming is, like, you, people can feel very deeply. Like, and I would say everyone's different on this. Uh, I would say everyone has a different way of being able to feel. There's some people that can't even watch a sad movie without bawling their eyes out. But there's some people that can sit through a sad movie and maybe not even shed a tear. Some people can sit through a horror film and laugh. So people interpret and have different perspectives on their own emotions and the way they feel them. Um, So it's different. Mm -hmm. Um, It's whatever you would consider to be overwhelming to you, to a tipping point where I can't handle this anymore. Mm -hmm. Right? I, there's just so much anger inside of me. It's bubbling over. I have to go for a run. Yeah. You know, that does happen. You have to let it out because it becomes physical, which is the craziest part. Yeah. Your thoughts become physical. And this is like through your emotions and your feelings. So our brain and then connecting to our nervous system, then flooding our body. And then, oh my gosh, I'm just so anxious. I have to go to the gym or man, I'm really stressed out. I need to get a massage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I need to take a bath. You mm. know, I'm so happy. I just want to go party. You know, you want to go out and do something. You want to be energetic or I'm sad. I just want to stay home and lay in bed and binge watch a show. You know, I just don't want, I don't want to do anything. Your emotions dictate and cr- when you allow them to create your ultimate reality, your physical reality. Hmm. So the controlling of them is the the key of staying centered in a world of emotions. By taking that back seat and realizing, oh my God, look at all these emotions. Like taking a back seat and not feeling them. Mm-hmm. Right? Just letting them feel flood through you. So you can, you know... You're in a situation that's making you just bubble up inside. Like, let's bring back the protest thing. Um, you're going to get some coffee. Happen to stumble upon these people protesting about coffee being in paper cups and not being, you know, I don't know, some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't want to pick anything crazy. Yeah. I don't want to startle or alert anyone's emotions or feelings. <laughs> So anyways, they're arguing about paper cups. And, you know, this guy's, you shouldn't use paper cups, blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting there like, this guy's stupid. Like, what do you, what do you mean? It's a freaking paper cup and coffee. Like, come on now. Like, that's how we've been getting our coffee for years. Blah, blah, blah. 
oh, it's wasteful, and you're going off on a tangent, and you start to feel angry. This is where you have the choice to continue to feel this emotion of anger or witness this emotion of anger. There's a difference. You can witness, okay, not, not, not to say that it's either feeling or witnessing. It's witnessing the feeling of the emotion. Mm-hmm. So witnessing the feeling of anger. You can sit with it and be like, wow, you know, you can pull yourself back and just watch your mind go. God, this guy is such an idiot. Why are you over here protesting at the one local coffee shop? It's not going to make any difference. You are so stupid. Just buy a coffee. You know what? Or bring your own cup. I'm sure they'll fill up your own coffee with your own cup. Why are you making this? And your mind just starts going, right? Mm -hmm. And it's just angry and anger and anger and anger. Some people can withstand that for so long. Some people can only withstand that for five seconds before they're like, shut the cup. Yeah. Get out of here. And then boom, clashes. Turns into a reaction. Turns into another reaction, right? Because then they're reacting to your emotion. Mm-hmm. To, to They're reacting to your reaction of your own emotions. Yeah. And then explode. it causes this whole explosion. For right? real. When you can't control this guy coming down here and protesting at this, you can say something to him, but is that fighting that same reaction going to get what you want out of it instead of maybe just witnessing it and being like, well... You made me very angry. You made me feel that anger. But that's not really how I feel. That's that's you making me feel that. Why am I going to let that continue to make me feel angry that's going to lash out? Again, going to the if-then. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I feel it's good to know, too, just that it's most simple. Like, just in case, like, people out there are trying to like identify what what emotions are theirs and stuff and like what's causing certain thoughts like your mind to run and stuff and then um I was gonna say like even you can just tell he's being angry he's like bringing this emotion to the environment so even just knowing like you're automatically just gonna feel that way that's just energy in general Mm -hmm. just like in a room Mm -hmm. so just even knowing like being aware like oh there's like just understanding that there's going to be some things that are coming up. So just ask yourself, do I really either align with this or believe in this? And then even going back to what you were saying before in the last episode, which is like, I thought that it was really dope. Like, is this, uh, like the, if then it's literally, mm-hmm. if then like, is this who I want to be? Cause sometimes it could be so confusing. Like, when you're just feeling infinite amounts of emotions and stuff and even personalities and all these, like, nuances of, like, your environment and the world and perception, like, I feel sometimes it's going to be so confusing to really know who you are in that moment and what you stand for. So, like... um, That's why I always got to do that. Always got to do that mental inventory on yourself, you know? Um, And... Going back to, you know, what is this, what is my, what does Josh believe? What does Josh stand for uh, in this world, in this life? What do I stand for? What do I really want to make, uh, say or make a name or make a statement or blah, blah, blah. And this, that like discerning between that and 
what emotions you want to feel throughout your life. No one likes to feel angry all the time. I highly doubt anyone that's an angry individual likes it. I bet you in their mind they're like, how can I control this? Mm-hmm. Why is this? Ha- Why am I always angry? Why does everything piss mm-hmm. me off so much? You know, and they start protecting. Well, these people are this. This person's this. This situation happened here, right? You go into those tangents. So, I would say that um, you have to find a center of your own. <sighs> I don't know if I want to call them beliefs. Or just kind of journaling about what it is you want to always feel, what emotions you always want to feel and go through um, to keep yourself in alignment. Uh, That way, when those things do happen, uh, it will give you a quicker sense of centering yourself instead of falling victim to other people's lashed out emotions Um, because everybody can do it everybody here's the thing if you don't think you're an empath you're wrong I'm gonna say that right now if you feel like you're not an empath you're completely wrong Mm. because you can be in any situation and I'll just put it this way if you watch a movie and you tell and you say Wow, that that movie really made me feel this. You're an empath. For real. Or it moved me. It moved me. What is You're an empath. (laughs) Because you felt others' emotions. Empath. That's all that is. It's not like some crazy ability or gift. It's just feeling someone else's emotions. Mm. Which is what stirs separation and just different things between us. And what's crazy is like we don't... You just made me think about something crazy, like, yeah, that in itself, just being an empath helps you feel other people's emotions, which means that you have the understanding or the capability to be understanding of another individual. But then we always choose, instead of being understanding, to be... You're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. Your emotions are wrong. Because you're just pissed and you don't even understand why you're pissed. Right. Because this other person is just pissed. Because you may not be able to discern. See, there's a thing between when you see it on a film, you can easily discern that that was the movie and those emotions were portrayed in the movie. Mm. When you're in real life, what's the difference between being in real life and a movie? Yeah. Absolutely nothing. When you're in real life and I'm sitting there watching this quarrel between a couple and I'm listening to it or I'm you know, witnessing it and I start feeling the emotions of one of the persons or the other person, I, I'm now, I mean, I'm aware enough to know that none of these emotions that are flooding through me are mine, mm. right? Some people are not. And they say, well, this is making me feel this way. That's the key right there. If you say this is making me feel this way, mm-hmm. it's not your emotion. Mm. It's not your own true emotion. Well, here, there's, I guess, there's a, there's a, there's a gray line to that. I mean, because yeah. here's the thing. I mean, when we're talking about emotions, emotions are really brought up by, you know, the feelings and things like that. But here's the thing. The reason I said that it's not your emotion is because it's their emotion that's going after each other mm-hmm. before you were even 
in that, say you were at a, you went to a coffee shop and you saw this happening before you were even in that coffee shop, were you feeling any of these emotions? No, mm-hmm. no. So therefore you are just taking on their emotions and taking it as yours and making it their problem. Mm. But you made me feel this. You guys need to get this conversation out of here. When before there was nothing bothering you, there was no emotion like that. Mm-hmm. You can choose to feel that or recognize, wow, they're really going at it. It has nothing to do with me. I'm just going to sip my coffee. Right? Now, if it's obviously being a disturbance of the peace and you can't focus or concentrate, yeah, maybe, hey, maybe you can take this inside or, you know, if it's something like, you know, drastic. Yeah. But to get angry over it or to, you know, you know, lash out or, you know, because someone's making you feel this and you don't want to feel this. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, then don't feel it. You know, and it's hard for people. It's hard. Which is why we get into situations we are in humanity because. Yeah, here's one thing. You took my land. <laughs> yep. <laughs> was it yours to begin with? Was it was it yours before you got here? No. No. It's just there. And it always will be there. Even when you die. United States, Mexico, Canada, Europe, Russia, East, all East Asia. It's just Earth. All those areas. Yeah, it's just, it's Earth. It's going to be here when we die. It's, it's not yours. <laughs> and it's not mine. Right? It's the same thing with emotions. Just like land. That's not mine. What's mine is internal. You know, how I feel and emotions. That's mine. The external things, that's not mine. Right? You have to discern between the two. I don't know if that was a great analogy. I kind of lost myself on that one. <laughs> so, apologize. <laughs> so, one question that I just thought of when we were talking about just emotions and discernment. Discernment. Um, out. Like, when do you get involved? At what point do you get involved? Because maybe that's something that people... And that's a choice. I mean, that's another thing about being human. It's just another beautiful choice. <clears throat> you choose. Again, if I get involved... What? Yeah, what? what risks do you run? Yeah, What? so what happens? Like, mm. Is it get, worth it? Yeah. So, well, and that's... You know, and that's that's why I say to each individual, it, it would just be, like, the best thing I would really suggest, and that's why I say suggest, cause I'm not going to tell you what to do or to do anything. I'm only going to say, if you want to be in a place where your world isn't run by your emotions, learn to control your feelings towards them. That's all I'm going to tell you to do. Mm. And I can teach you how to do that. But as far as, like, when to get involved, that one's up to you. If, you know, I... I would suggest really thinking about it, really sitting with it for a moment. And if you feel very passionate about it and you want to get involved, so if you want to, go for it. Like if it's a if it's a moral issue or something like that that really wants to make you get involved, go for it. Go get involved. Go make a difference. Go do something about it. 
I have a whole different perception of the world. So I'm not going to, I can't really speak for others on when you should get involved and something like that. And I'm, I sit here to say everything is exactly the way it should be. Mm. All bad and all good. It just is. So that's the mentality that I'm actually engaging because it starts with the self. Sorry, I'm always going to itch my ear and you're always going to see it. <laughs> it starts with myself. Right? If I can make the personal changes in myself and go through that, then my outer reality can't affect me. Whatever's going on outside can't affect me unless it kills me. Yeah. <laughs> then obviously it affects me. But if I can be okay internally, then I've won the game. At least in my eyes. At least that's how I, w- that's how I view it. If I'm okay internally and all this stuff is happening outside, then I'm gravy. I'm living in heaven. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm set. I'm living a great life, peaceful life. So could you say that, um, like, acceptance and... Because I almost... I just see this as, like, accepting that at its most simple things are going to be good things are going to be bad and you have to just know that those are going to come in waves and like that acceptance does that how do you how do you still I guess like see the beauty in life in that because sometimes like for me I know I think I mentioned this in this episode if not this one or the last one it's like sometimes not feeling jaded in that sense where it's like, oh, well, that's just my emotion or that's just me. Like, like being detached from, like, your emotions sometimes is scary to yeah. me. Because then I I'm like, agree. well, then what, then you can get into, like, well, what is real? Like, what can I really hold on to? Hold on to what you want to hold on to. And that's why it's individual. You know, it's always going to be an individual thing. Like... I'll still, like, I still love to feel angry. I still love to feel sad. I I love to feel happy. I love to feel peaceful. I love to feel love. I love to feel cared for. I love to feel depressed, right? The reason I love it is because they're all growth opportunities, but I'm also able to feel those emotions. Like, when you talk about people being dissociated or not wanting to feel... They turn to other things so they can't feel those things. Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to drown out one of the one things that makes you feel human? And I I understand because I've been in that place of addiction and like not wanting to feel this. You just drank and did a lot of things to not feel. So I understand that. But then I realized, well, this is this is just what makes me human, and it's always going to be here while I'm alive so mm-hmm. accept it and embrace it because it's a constant and it's one thing in this lifetime you are always going to have is your emotions it's constant can't turn them off you can adjust and choose the way you feel about them which is what I did mm. I chose to feel differently about my emotions mm. instead of feeling upset that I'm having these emotions and shameful that I'm having these emotions that I have to hide them, mm. right? That I have to yeah. go against human nature to survive, to live. And it's tough. 
it's, it's not an easy place to get to. I'm, I feel fortunate. I feel blessed um, and grateful. And that the only reason why I do this is because I, I want to help people get there so they don't have to deal with those emotions through a different substance, addiction, habit, um, something that's going to harm their life and get them out of alignment of who they want to be, mm. right? But yeah. it's, in, it's a case by case. It's individual always. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I keep going. I just keep going back to like, like, who do you want to be? That mm-hmm. just keeps sticking with me because, um, I don't know. I think that's like the most, it's, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain right now, but the most like beautiful thing that you can like that's always going to give you that hope or like something like when I think of letting go, like that's like what's there to, that it's there for me. No matter yeah. what, I, I have like something to be like, I don't know how I would react in this situation, but when I think of myself, because even thinking about myself is c- kind of hard sometimes, like knowing like, well, I could react this way, you know, I might react this way or like how would I express this emotion in a healthy way or if it's with involving other people and different dynamics, like Mm -hmm. for the best situation to come about, like how should I react? Like when you're in that kind of decision-making mode, like, um, yeah, like, I don't know. I just, I really appreciate those times when I'm like, okay, yeah, I can envision myself as this person, like, I always, I have a vision of who I want to be. I think everybody might, like, I don't know if that's true, if everybody does or not. I'm sure. I'm sure, I'm sure everybody, everybody does. does yeah. <clears throat> and, like, it is hard to, like, always make that choice. And I, me- I remember, I was thinking about this today, like, I remember there were times when, like, things were so so overwhelming in a way emotionally where I I couldn't feel like I could make a different choice even no matter how bad I wanted Mm -hmm. to and then that goes back to like the addictions that you're talking about Mm -hmm. like it's really it's crazy how hard it was because I remember it's so hard it is because you the intention is always probably good like I don't think anybody wants to be like like nobody hurting. wants to be hurting themselves. Yeah. Nobody wants to hurt other people. Yeah. Cause then that just hurts. Then that goes back to empath and stuff. But yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like having this vision of who you are, even like if you feel like it's not even true today, cause sometimes I'll get hard on myself about that and I'll just be like, I'll just get lost in all these, like, identities. Like, identity is always, like, Mm kind of hard for me to pinpoint down and, like, personality and stuff like that. Like, Yeah, because our emotions dictate that so much. I was just going to say that. I think that is emotion. Yeah. And even when you're around other people, sometimes it's so easy to just... Lose yourself. Lose yourself. So that... Yeah. 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 It's so easy to just go with the flow in a, you know, a subject matter. Which is why it's, I mean, the whole reason why I use protests, that example, is because that is an emotion that's just been inflamed by a, a 
mass amount of people with the same emotion. So it's easy to see it being mm-hmm. felt. And it's easy to watch it get out of control very quickly. It's easy. And that, if we look at that on a minuscule level, think of all those people, those are all your thoughts on that same emotion. All just different thoughts. Yeah. And that's it bubbling up and bubbling over until it becomes physical reality where you're physically doing something to just somehow get this emotion out, get this feeling out, right? Because it's just been aching on ourselves. Mm. Um, so there are a diff- bunch of different ways, and I like that I want to end on the, the fact of harboring who you want to be. Maybe not who you want to be, but how you want to express yourself in life, how you want to express yourself fully in life. And, you know, I would encourage you to journal about that. I think that's a great little journal prompt if you want to do something and journal about something after this. (laughs) Um, Then write that down and really pinpoint that. And then go through your day or your week and look at how am I showing up? How are my emotions showing up? How am I allowing myself to show up this way? And just be aware of it. Be aware of the emotion of shame because that's a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Because that one will counteract and allow you to go into a lot of different situations and take their dog out. It's a cute little pit bull right next door. It's so beautiful. I've seen him. He's so cute. Yeah. Um, so we're going to end on that. Um, thank you. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate it. And hopefully this definitely sheds some light and brings some awareness to your own current emotions. And again, if anything comes up, feel free to reach out. I'm here. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Swimming with Sepsi. If this resonated with you, please like, subscribe, and follow us on our YouTube channel or listen on all platforms or wherever you get your podcasts. Any support is greatly appreciated. You can find us on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash swimmingwithsepsy. You can also follow us on Instagram at swimmingwithsepsy. And if something did arise today, maybe you need some clarification or want some help or just need some guidance and don't know where to go, feel free to reach out to me via email, swimmingwithsepsy at gmail.com, or you can find my website at solelyliving.com where I offer coaching packages readings and things of that nature again thank you for tuning in very grateful namaste and we'll find you on the next episode of swimming with sepsis